Welcome to Chalky Podcast. My name is Sebastian. Jose, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. Um, so we just recorded. It was a couple of minutes. That's fine, but that was good. So um, today we're going to talk about transmissions, and it's going to be a basic episode around transmissions. Manufacturers, manufacturers. Uh, automatic manuals. Um, kind of general uh, knowledge around transmissions, so for guys to um, learn and uh, get the basic uh, understanding of uh, what's going on what's and wh- what to look for. Well, whatever meets their needs. Yeah. Uh, as far as what's going on in the shop, we just got a truck a minute ago towed in from a customer. Um, do you want to talk? SCR, right? SCR, SCR issues, yeah. I've, I've um, got a text message at 1.30 a.m. Hey, Sebastian, <laughs> what's going on? Um, yeah, so they, they, luckily he wasn't far. He brought it uh, back to the shop. We're going to look at it, uh, run some tests. We don't know what's happening yet, but it just derated the engine to five miles per hour. And um, this is the first time we're working on that truck. He has multiple trucks. uh, We've never had that truck here in the shop yet, so we're going to kind of run through it and, um, and see what the problem is. With their other trucks, we had a guy. We had the same similar issue with an SCR. And do you want to talk about what? what yeah, that was a DF pump failure. Yeah. And also we had the DF uh, dozer. It was clogged yeah. up in the dozing pipe. Yeah. So that that was a fi- we fixed that for them. It's it's now it's it's running good. It's running good. No, no issues. issues. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming I'm I'm suspecting pretty much the same thing since it's pretty cold right now outside. Yeah, especially on a Volvo chassis and the way that's set up. And uh, you mentioned it's a Volvo D- D13. 13, yeah. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's let's pull it in when we're done, and we're start gonna start look at it. Um, okay, transmissions. Well, the I think the one that just came in is an I shift. Okay. So yeah, common with yeah. the D13. Yeah. Um, so <coughs> ta- let's talk about. Let's start with. Uh, what are the common transmission speeds? Like, let's say, t- let's talk about the manual transmission. We'll get to automatic transmissions, but the manual transmissions. What are the most common speeds in most common manufacturers? Speed. Let's start with speed. Speeds are uh, nine, ten, thirteen. They have some fifteens and some, and obviously the eighteen speeds. Eighteen speeds and eight speeds too. Eight speeds. We have we have eight speeds too. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. You didn't know? No. I, well, I so, so the nine speeds, some of the nine speeds and ten speeds, we have a lot of ten speeds. I have few eight, eight speeds. Um, what is, the, I would say the most common one is in the manual, I would say the 10 and the 13. Yeah. Um, the 13 being the most optimal for for different types of um, kind of terrain and performance. And, yeah. And optimal as far as um, uh, work. Um, why, it's a, I, if I was going to drive uh, now, I w- and I, when I did drive, that was one of my favorite transmissions to drive. 13. 13. Yeah. Um, 10 speed was, was, was okay, but I liked the, the 13 speed a lot. And, um, More fuel, fuel efficient. Yeah, with the double overdrive on it, it's definitely a fun, good transmission to drive. And then, but then you you see the simpler one, the 9 and 10 speeds that are just simpler and a lot also um how should i say this mm, they can take a lot more beating yeah. right uh back in the day now you have a lot of automated uh, transmissions yeah. but uh, automated manual transmissions but back in the day uh, fleets would spec 
the the ten speeds and the nine speeds and the eight speeds for just simplicity and how beefy yeah. they were. Um, what have you? What's your experience around? I know you've been we've been <coughs> you know doing, but what do you think as far as like the ten speeds, thirteen speeds? <clears throat> All right, let's go to manufacturers first. So so who's who's like the top manufacturers that uh, are making? Eaton, Fuller. Eaton, Fuller. Uh, then we have uh, Rock, uh, Rockwell Meritor, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, Allison, iShift. So, so Volvo. Volvo, yeah. yeah. And then they have some Mac transmissions on the older Macs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else are we missing here? Detroit makes one. Oh yeah, the Detroit uh, what DT12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't have any experience on those. I Mac. yeah, we have not seen a lot of those. Although, um, just again. Uh, automated manual transmission yeah no nothing crazy um so those are yeah those are the manufacturers that are uh eaten for is probably our our number one number one yeah that we we like we've we we had a significant number of those and they're easy to fix yeah beefy as hell take a lot of beating and they pretty from what i see less oil leaks than the rockwells the meritor because uh Eaton uh, likes to use gaskets. They have their own gaskets. And uh, Rockwell, there is no gasket. It's all RTV silicone. So they have more more oil leaks on them. Yeah. And uh, would you say the Meritors are um, more expensive to work on in, in, mm-hmm. in maintenance and in, in using? Or what's more expensive, do you think? i say they're roughly around the same uh, price range, except on the Meritors, there's uh, more electrical issues yeah. with the shifter knob. Yeah. You do have some issues here and there. Uh, Fuller's, it's all air-operated. So, really, it's, you know, you're uh, troubleshooting, you're breaking it down easier. It's a more simple. Yeah. Um, so, we've seen, obviously, a lot more automatic transmissions now. And y- you will always have the the two, you know, fronts of, hey, I'm always manual. Some guys roll a wall you know I'll, I only want to drive automatic and the automatic has two components to it it's it's comfortable to drive and I've driven both so I can so I, I see why guys you know the hardcore guys will say no I always want to shift yeah you know, you know and then the guys that there are two reasons one is easier for for truck for trucking companies to hire because the guy now doesn't have to shift and exactly. know how to shift which is great because uh, less wear and tear on the trans. <coughs> yeah, and and that's how you used to, you know. There's there's a lot of good drivers that that drive automatic transmissions, great. But that's but with manual transmissions, you could say you could tell by how somebody's shifting is. Uh, do they know? Uh, do, uh, do they know what they're doing? And yeah. How, how no long they've been driving? Gears. Yeah. Yeah, because if you, you can, if they can float and. Oh, uh, if you can float it, you're good. Good driver. So, so part of our test drive with drivers and onboarding process is, you know, obviously a road test. Um, and then when I used to do it, and now even my team, when 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 we're road testing, I just want to just make sure, just pay attention to shifting. Yeah, and um, that tells a lot. Yeah, you know, definitely, that, that it really tells uh, a lot. And I, uh, if somebody knows how to float, it's it's a good. It, it's good because you're saving a clutch wear. Yeah, yeah. Which is the, <coughs> uh, which is the. You could, from my experience, I can tell you, that 
and and having a fleet of trucks um drivers not necessarily always think about obviously the 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 the, the clutch and the and how they shift they just they just slam the gears so they don't yeah. care and we've seen i've seen that in my with my own experience that we do see clutches going out a lot yeah. faster with some drivers some drivers i've i've never had to look at a clutch or you know uh but at the same time the automatic transmissions that we have <clears throat> And we major, majority of our fleet is, is is manual, but the ones we do have, we have. Do you want to tell what we, we have those uh, auto shifts? The auto shift, ten speed. Yeah, units. yeah. And those are probably by far the most reliable. Yeah, I would say so. From our experience, we've uh, I've had some I shifts. The I shifts, and, and and again with auto transmission, I would say the what is the most important. In, thing uh, that we have to always think about batteries make sure they're really well cut cleaned clean connections and uh air supply air supply air yeah. supply make sure there's no moisture going yeah so we've seen multiple uh, fail issues with trans, uh, trans automatic transmissions due to electrical <coughs> due to electrical corroded batteries yeah. are not uh, you are going out Maintained, yeah. uh, cables harness uh, is starting to deteriorate yeah uh, and then air supply obviously um, how many times am I going to even tell you how, guys, the the area isn't even built up and they're, and they're trying to put it in drive yeah. and, and go. Like, no, just wait for, for the air to build to up, build up and, then, um, and then go. So that's, that, that's very important for automatic transmissions. And then um, do you want to explain what a TCU is? Yeah, it's a transmission uh, control module, control unit. Okay, so what what does it do on the transmission? It's basically doing the driver's job. It's yeah. uh, shifting. It's controlling the X Y shifter, and then if you have a ECA on it, which that would be the ultra shift, mm -hmm. that's going to be con controlling that yeah. uh, output shaft signal. Uh, basically, all the sensors on the transmission is going to be reporting that back to the vehicle ECU. ECU. Yeah. So it's all electrical, right? Yeah. That's why it's such a key to have proper voltage and, and no issues with harness because then one thing is it's going to throw off. And I've had that for sure as far as my experience <coughs> where harnesses uh, <coughs> would go bad or voltage was low and then you're <coughs> completely stuck on the side of the road. You have yeah. to tow the truck because nobody's going to come out and uh, the road service is not going to start diagnosing your on the side of the road, on no. side of the road. Yeah. and sometimes it's, it's going to be very simple fix usually harness you know rubbing on somewhere yeah the high, lit, high mileage trucks but um, yeah that's definitely uh, something that is when you're buying a truck is it you know how does it should I go with automatic transmission? Should I go with a with a manual? Like like I've mentioned before, <clears throat> a lot of guys that started driving automatic transmissions don't want to go back to manuals. Yeah. <clears throat> and as far as an owner operator operator, if you buy one and you you just like the comfort, it's very easy to it's very hard to go back to manual, and very easy to adapt to it. But if I were to purchase a truck, I would go with a manual all day. Yeah. Why? Easier to fix. Easier, Easier to fix. Le le so, so. Less uh, 
less maintenance. So that's what X, I was going to build up to. The maintenance on auto transmissions is definitely yeah. higher. Yeah. So that's something that you, you have to understand. Um, that, and that's perfect how, you know. Not only that, but also, let's say you get uh, stuck in the snow. It's easier to get out with the manual than with the automatic. True. And it depends also on the operation you're doing, the, the type yeah. of work you're pulling. Uh, OTR, yeah, you know, go with the, you know, you can automatic suspicion, no problem. But Yeah. Um, well, a lot of guys, uh, we have one customer that he's like, oh, I love the I shift because of when I'm in traffic. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. Well, yeah, in Chicago, yeah. obviously, yeah. when you're running traffic. around town, yeah, that's 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 for sure. But um, I would say I like my experience driving automatics, especially in hilly areas. Um, the I shift was really like was amazing, really right? Yeah, because you could set the uh, your J brake, you would be able to set it, so it, it was just so much smoother, smooth. It would hold your speed when you um, set your cruise control based on your J brake, and it would engage. And it's it was just it skips gears, so like the auto the auto eating the ultra yeah. shift, you you go up every gear. You you, you don't skip with the I shift. You skip. You can skip. Uh, you can skip gears, and it's like what they've done right now on the newer models. How it disengages to save fuel yeah. to let you coast. Let you coast. Yeah. You know that's technology. That's obviously a lot more electronics yeah. and things that that might go wrong. But I have driven uh, a lot of automatic. Well, not a lot, but the the major ones that are available, and <clears throat> I totally see how I could I could just do both. Yeah, I, I see. You know, I, I would want a thirteen speed, but I would also want a automatic. reliable automatic uh, ultra shift for if I'm if I'm around town a lot. And, yeah, uh, you know. With with a manual, you, you you're getting a lot more control, and again the maintenance is a lot lower. So I mean a, a lot lower cost. Um, what would so rebuilding rebuilding a manual transmission, right? Think about we're bringing somebody in for ten speed rebuild or thirteen speed rebuild. What are, what are the costs that we're looking at right now to kind of give guys some um, you know, a general idea of, of a rebuild of a ten speed. Ten speed reman you can roughly get for what twenty five hundred, roughly more or less. And then a, a little more. I would a little say a little, little more. A little more like what twenty eight. Mm-hmm. And then uh, depending on obviously where, but the bulk, the, the the range, and you know, I would say is around three thousand. Yeah. yeah. Th- how about a thirteen speed? So obviously on the higher thirty eight. Yeah, a little more. Thirty eight. Yeah, and then. 38 plus 10 years you know you got you gotta replace it so it is costly to fix to fix it but then i shift also itself is really expensive it's not only an expensive transmission itself it it's it's expensive to rebuild yeah and um now you can rebuild them back in the day you can rebuild them no as far as no yeah and i would i and they were going for like what roughly fifteen thousand. yeah 15 i the, the very beginnings were you know, 20, 20 K for, for a brand new yeah. transmission. So, 
Um, the ultra shift, the outer shift Eaton is a lot cheaper. As that's basically, that's based on the 10 speed. Yeah. And so, you know, you're adding the cost of the TCU and the ECA. XY shifter. Well, on the ultra shift ECA and the XY yeah. shifter. Yeah, yeah. So. Wiring harness, but does it's nothing crazy. The, yeah. what, the ECA is, uh, how much did we get one roughly for? The ECA one that we got, it was like fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. XY shifter, it's roughly around twelve hundred, around there more or less. Yeah. So and so we're throwing out numbers. We might be wrong, but I'm trying to pull off for, off the top of my head uh, when we're when I'm looking at the inventory and what we're pull, getting from from our suppliers. But I I picked up that one because remember we stayed late that yeah, night we stayed to late, get yeah. get the truck out and um, the. It was around around that fifteen hundred dollar yeah. mark, which um, I, I've he's been putting a lot of mileage on it. I don't. It's a team truck. I've never yeah. heard anything. We, it's it's working fine, but it was a it was a costly bill because it was he was at the mileage that it all, all oh, those. Oh, we put a clutch on that one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a tall bill for him because that that was like what seven hundred thousand miles. Yeah, on the truck. So total, I, I think he was at a, at like clutch labor and that clutch was expensive too yeah yeah um so it was pretty hefty bill for him um yeah but i think those are definitely some things that um are worth knowing i think we could dig in maybe in some future episodes more uh, about some technical stuff i don't think right now I, th- I think it's would be beneficial just to kind of overall generally have some guys, information out there uh, for the guys. Yeah, to to look out and and make sure you're you're looking when you're buying a truck or or um, um, searching for a used truck to buy to look at the rear end ratios and the transmission that's in it, obviously, and <clears throat> just to have them understand like have a good understanding of uh, the rear end ratios when you're looking at let's say we helped um, one of our listeners to with uh, with buying a truck what are the rear end ratios that you want to you want to stick with yeah um, to make sure you're efficient efficient and you're you know you because you're depending on obviously what you're gonna run but let's say the most optimal ones yeah what 355 would, yeah so just make sure you you, um, you look at the, t- the transmission, the the rear end ratios. Just open the door, look at the VIN tag or all the information that's on the truck. Try to get it just so so you know you're not buying some uh, tall gearing yeah. or you know for highway use and and then you're gonna then have you're gonna wonder why your RPMs are yeah <laughs> all over the place yeah so um, yeah anything else do you want you want to add to it? Uh, d- well, definitely uh, check the oil level on it and. Uh, like if you're gonna do a first time uh, buy the truck, check the oil level to see if there's any shavings on it. That's gonna give you a sign on uh, right there how the transmission's doing. Oil leaks, if any, address them. Yeah. Any common things that you come to ha- to your mind around um, leaks? As well, X Y shifters. That's a, that's a common issue on those uh, automatics. ECAs also. Something else that I can think of is. Uh, on the 10 speeds mm-hmm. the top uh, top cover they like to go bad yeah. so you have to put new O-rings on the cylinder yeah. 
the the sh the towers itself. I mean, we've had how many shift tower bushings? I mean, yeah. that's a, that's a common issue as well. We've when you're starting to hit your dashboard when you're yeah, when that's you're that's a gears, sign that the shift tower bushings bad. Yeah, so that's gonna have to go. That's not that expensive to no, not to to re repair, but something to keep in mind if you're getting that a lot of play yeah. and uh, the bushings are going out. That that's a good one. Um, we've had some. We've had quite a few of those that we swapped out, and, the and you think the transmission something's wrong, but then you yeah, know, it's it's literally the tower bushing. But okay, I think uh, we covered a lot. If uh, leave some comments for us, questions um, under this episode, and we'll get back to you and help you with anything you guys need. I would say um, submit more questions for podcast ideas and topics. We've been we've been interacting with you guys on under in the comment section. So if you have any ideas or comments, feedback, um, let us know. We appreciate that. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't, and share with your friends. And uh, drive safe, and talk to you soon. Before I let you go, I just wanted you to visit our Instagram page. It's at truck.yoo at truck.yoo on Instagram and give us some feedback. Tell us what would you like to hear about and any ideas, any uh, recommendations, comments are greatly appreciated. Uh, this episode was brought to you by Era Transport and Era Service out of Chicago. Guys, thank you very much. Uh, share, subscribe, and drive safe. We'll talk to you soon.